The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. If you're building, or buying, or selling a home, the real estate crew's got news for you at the Real Estate House Party. With attorney Rick Carter. Real Estate House Party. Paralegal Kathy Holsthausen. Real Estate House Party. Come in, have fun. And comedian Tony V. Now, here's real estate attorney Rick Carter. Welcome. And thanks for joining us here on the Real Estate House Body. <laughs> that was for John. That's for John. That's right. I don't mean to digress already. You've already yes, you do. How can yes, you do. digress? We haven't done anything. I don't mean to digress. Right? First of all, Doug Walters is here, yeah. too. We Chrissy, have a- Chrissy, how do thank I you, sound, honey? You. Perfect. Okay, thank you. We Always. had to change the microphone system around for Kathy Holtzhauser today. Yes. Evidently, she's loud. <laughs> so loud. <laughs> so loud. We have to put in a whole new That's system. That's not how you say it to the talent. You say how the you microphone say loves the, the, you. All of a sudden, she's the talent. <laughs> yeah. A loud talent. I love it. I love it. I'm talent. Yeah. <laughs> it's official. Keep telling yourself. Yeah. Right? She's a star. You guys are the backup no. dancers. Get used yeah, to yeah, it. Well, actually, Tony's the talent. Well, yeah. I've been telling myself whoa, that whoa, for whoa. 40 years. <laughs> and I've been believing it. It doesn't, doesn't work. seem to catch on. Yeah. It's, it's not. It's, people aren't picking up on it. No. All right. Let me digress. How come you, when people have headphone sets on, they don't think they can get hit by a car? They just walk in front of people and just because they, I mean. Is this a therapy session no, I just or a podcast? Coming, no, I agree with you. I was coming here and they jump into a crosswalk and they just think. They, they and have, they don't stop and look. They don't no. Stop they don't pick their heads Because you know up. what? Right. They, they feel entitled and they say, yeah. I'm in a, I'm no. in a um, no, I'm crosswalk. No, no, it's no, a distracted right. generation. It right. is a distracted generation. generation. Yes, are you considered a millennial? You must be. Probably. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. wouldn't define myself as one, but yeah. yeah sure you're on age. the other end of it, this though, is right? Older just, millennial. Yeah. This is older millennial. What year are you born? This is uh, why they, 1985. This yeah, is why are, they've yeah. come up with, you know, autonomous cars and cars that break themselves. Oh, that? Because we're all distracted morons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're not paying attention in the car, and people aren't paying. I saw a guy today, yeah. to your point. Yeah. There was a guy. He had to be... In his 80s. Yeah. You know, and I don't poo-poo that. Yeah, yeah. We're all going to get there, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Walking with a cane, limping, on a phone, just walking through a crosswalk. <laughs> right. Like, like nothing's going to happen to him. I know. Him. It's right. like, yeah. Here's all I'm going to say. Subaru, old guy, <laughs> Subaru every time. <laughs> it's a perfect record. Yeah. But it? then it's the thought process is I'm in a, in a crosswalk. Right. But um, get, if they hit me. I'll just sue them. No, but they just don't even think like that. They just think it's ghouls. It's like the girl. It's like the girl. No, if this guy got hit by a car, Ed Sullivan had ghouls. He would shatter like like Legos in a tornado. You're right. Yeah, he would just fall apart. I watched this girl walking down a. um, I couldn't stop laughing. I might may have been on the phone with you, and she has her phone and she's just walking, 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 and all of a sudden she walks into like concrete that just had been poured. Sure. In she went. <laughs> Did All she you stop do- talking? <laughs> no. She probably get kept no. going. It All wasn't me. I didn't talk about you. All you do then is sign your name next to it like you're Wayne Newton. <laughs> like you knew what like you were you doing. You would yeah. Like a, like yeah. a right. intentional. Right. Right. Oh, of course, that's the North Reading Walk of Fame. <laughs> All right. So we got a lot to talk about oh, today. Really? 
No, not really. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, Listen, we, we always have a lot to talk about. What has anything to do with real estate? Ed, Ed Sullivan asked me how many tips I had on there today. I said 105, and yeah. he goes, what? I don't see 105. <laughs> I might oh, okay, okay. We exaggerate a little bit on the show. Oh, well, I thought welcome you had, to the show after I, five years. I thought you gave me dummy notes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, ostensibly, what are we supposed with to be talking all my, about? With all my great jokes on it. <laughs> I feel like so, this is the pre-meeting. This yeah. is the, <laughs> oh, yeah. No, this is the show. No, Doug, Doug knows you us You know what the pre-meeting well. is? I called Tony on the ride up here and I say, how you doing? You, you coming? Doing good? You coming? <laughs> it's the only right, requirement good, is good to yeah, show, show up. Make sure Tony shows up yeah. there. Right. That's all. No, someday Tony's going to sell his house. And this, I, Doug, this is perfect to have you on today. We had a stager on last week. Nice. I, I'd like to come on. I mean, come out with some sort of plan for these sellers from mm-hmm. from from minute one, yep. all the way through the process that we're never going to get to. This is probably going to be a four part mini series. But mm. just to start, like when they come to you, they want to sell you sell a house. Yep. What 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 kind of marketing plan? You tell me. What, what do you tell them? What's the best thing? To do? I think I think one of the most important things when you're working with a seller is to help them understand how they're going to get more value for their property. Right. So when we look at value, we we have one way to look at it, which is real value, like capital right. improvements to the property, things that are actually going to improve the structure. Right. Real, real value. But then you have perceived value. Right. So the stager that you brought on last week, I would argue, is perceived value. Right. Without their furniture, a doubt. Oh, their totally furniture is there yeah. while you're there at their <laughs> showing. Might not, might not even be there. It's not staying. If, have you ever sat in a in a stager bed? You're gonna fall right through it. Yeah. It's literally just a Garden. balloon. He wants sure. to it's bring a balloon. You probably done it. He you wants know? to bring his own stager family. Yeah. 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 yeah he can't I, move in. I, I want a I want a stunt family. Wow, is this a good looking yeah. family? Yeah. But but I the, want the people you find in a wallet right. when you when you when you buy them. Yeah. Yeah. But I find oh good. What kind of wallet? When you don't, <laughs> oh my god. When you buy a wallet, you buy, you they don't, don't have your oh, pictures those in people. there. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm a little bit slow today. I don't know who those people are, but they're perfect people. People. Right. You go, I, there's not... Kathy anything. asked me the other day if she could have six months off every six months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, Ed? I Isn't that, that perfect? Ed's in honor of Ed Sullivan. I love told that. I said, Top negotiator. Right I said, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out which kind of job I could get that would give me six months off every six months. Retirement. Yeah, yeah, that's what time. <laughs> yeah, but exa- except, except that I was still on my paycheck. Oh. How, do yeah, yeah, you yeah. know any jokes? Because that's basically my life. <laughs> <laughs> I only know your jokes, yeah, and well, I'd uh, have to get permission. That's all right. Well, I'll farm it out. It's there fine. you go. So, but um, did I tell you what I got for it, a relative for their birthday? No, a kayak. Really? Yeah. <laughs> the oh, is that his gift. joke? No. Sorry, that's perfect. my we, joke that you stole from him. All right. No, no, that was a real story. You got a kayak. For Christmas. That's nice. In the middle of December? Are you kayak? I, no. I think you're blurring this with his story. I don't care. Oh. <laughs> Who gets somebody? I'm going to get someone skis in the month Actually, of June. Actually, she really did get that. I got yeah. a kayak, and I said, if I get a kayak for Christmas, heads are going to roll. And yeah. guess what? You, you haven't seen I, him since. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, but so, um, to your point. All right, yeah, back yeah. to Doug's point. Um, so, perceived... Is more palatable to the eye. Yep. At a quick glance, right? Yeah. But definitely. The, what did you call the other ones? Real value. Real value. Right. right. Who wants to redo their kitchen and move out? They're, if they're gonna stay, they'll do. The, they'll redo their kitchen. hundred percent. Most realtors are gonna recommend you know very basic things, especially Paint. in the seller's market. Paint. 
hardwood floors, you know, a little really landscaping, to. landscaping, yep. anything that's going to, you know, improve curb appeal. Sometimes I'm a fan of even recessed lighting. It's interesting. You my, know, different buyers. Are my, quick, my, right? my, well, natural lighting. Believe my, it or not, my neighbor really was selling helped. their house once and uh, the broker came over and told me to move my car. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. You're wow. bringing that down big the black van. Remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. remember that thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Can you kind of move that down the street? But go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, they're, the thing so is. So they do some minor things, but you, you don't think that's the right approach? Well, I do. I okay. think it's a combination. So oftentimes, okay. as brokers, we run into sellers that are really just primarily looking at the, the real value, right? It's like, what can I do to actually improve the property? When there's a whole host of things you can do to improve the perceived value, you know, timing of when you bring on the market, what you do for property marketing, um, staging. You know, there's a whole host of things that go into that perceived value equation, and it really does make a difference. You know, if you have a busy open house, people come in, they, they see, you know, other buyers are interested, people are asking questions like, hey, when are offers due? Right. Things like that. Because we're oh, so shoot. competitive. You know? human, human nature makes so it competitive. So I see what you're saying. So that's perceived value. A lot of people there, this must be a house a that's high. very right. valuable. So it's like, if we were to increase your perceived value, yep. right, what would we need to do? Well, actually, we're talking about with the... Mean him personally? He's a house? <laughs> what are you saying about him? <laughs> <laughs> he's, right. he's having a little bit of a... to shed a few pounds here. <laughs> wow. Where do we wow. 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 And Doug wants to speak at June 16th. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Uh, all right, back, back to your <laughs> So, <laughs> pretend Rick is a house. We okay. would have to get a stunt. What I'm saying is if you want to increase the perceived value We'd of We'd have to get him a haircut. <laughs> no, we get, we get a stunt Rick. Yeah. Yeah. We get an actor yeah. to play Absol- Rick. Absolutely. Yeah. I now know not to ask this question. Yeah. <laughs> I state it like that. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be, not, in, not in this group. <laughs> it'll Was be like uh, Serenade de Bergerac. You're right. Yeah, we'll send right. a good looking. Not that you're not. Hey, 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 this is going hey. the wrong way. Where's, this, where's all the same wow. coming from today? Y'all not, not getting a paycheck. Y'all not back getting a paycheck. Value, right? Well, you so, guys are no longer my perceived friends. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Doug, yeah. part, of, part of perceived. I'm going to help you out here. Thank you. Honey. Thank you. Oh, I yeah. Because we're friends. Yes. You've been a huge help so far. Go ahead. I wouldn't change a thing on you, Ricky. Thank you, Tony. Thank you. Tony's invited. To our next He's event. my favorite boss. <laughs> Go <laughs> ahead. All Re- times. Real value for an attorney would be if you all of a sudden add some more services that provide yeah. value for people. Yeah. Perceived value would be you're doing a closing. You get rid of the and you got people coming sweatshirt. in saying, are you available, are you available, are you available. It's a, it's a concept of scar- scarcity, yeah. right? So perceived value can work well for businesses. I think we're lucky in real estate that we are funneling people in to see something where well, there's only one of it. You know, every home is unique. So I think real estate inherently has an opportunity for substantial perceived value. The question is, who's going to invest the time, energy, and money to actually add that? And I, I don't find that a lot of brokers in this market are doing it because it's a strong seller's market, but people are missing out on that opportunity. It is you interesting because when we, when we first started, and I'm not sure if I did it on purpose or not. I don't know if I had that you probably didn't. psychological mind maybe at you all. Did. But we did have closings always back-to-back. So yeah. people would always come in and say, oh, these guys must be very, Perceived very value. good at what they're doing. They have closings all... Either that or they're one-armed paper hangers. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, could, be, could be a combination of the two. Now, now, to that end, why wouldn't we, you know, have some people come over to pretend they're interested in You know the what, house? Tony? You are always thinking adding yeah. nice ideas. You know what I mean? So yeah. when you have an open house, you get like... The neighbors or whoever. Neighbors, friends, four or five families. friends come over. Oh, I thought you wanted you to... You could be a greeter. Yeah. We should stick no, with the yeah, front of the house. That's already been that's taken. That's what we need is right. a greeter. You know, I did I tell you my story about the greeter at the <laughs> pharmacy? No. They had, my pharmacy now has a... I'm already laughing. When, when you leave... 
they have a, a guy, you know, an older gentleman, yeah, yeah. he's out the door saying, have a nice day. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. which is a nice touch. Yeah. Mm. But you're at a pharmacy. How good's your day going? Yeah. <laughs> Probably at, not that good. Right. At best, I need mouthwash and deodorant. That's the best case scenario. Right. I stink. At worst... I needed some pills or, right. or an ointment. I, I'm not doing well. Right. right. So right. I think they just need to up their game a little bit. Change the script. Yeah. yeah. So when you're walking out, they go, okay, I wouldn't scratch that if I were you. <laughs> All right. Nobody can tell. <laughs> Enjoy the time you have left. <laughs> All right. So before the show, yeah. we wanted to see collectively if we could figure out how to take a, a minute out of the show. And have that showcase. That's it. Real estate house. You think that's it? That's it. All right. I think Tony said us. All right. Thank you. You've been great. I gotta (laughs) go. (laughs) What tip? What tip did you get from the real estate house party? Don't scratch when you leave. When you're leaving the. There you go. Is there a way we can seg? You know, little. Sure. Yeah, I like that. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) All right. So Doug. Yes. So is part of? um, I know you're really into photography. Yes. um, um, Showcasing a house like that is that part of perceived. I think Value. so. Yeah, I really do believe that because, you know, look at what an assessor will do, right? An assessor doesn't really care about photos. They're looking at the structure of the property right. to determine the, you know, if we were to replace this thing, what's the cost? I really do believe the photos are 100% perceived value. Right. Because if we look at it, you know, how do people find a home these days? It's all online. And most houses only have, you know, one picture and then you click in. It's kind of like dating. You know, it's like you're, you're really getting limited information until you dive in deeper. So I really do believe that that set of photos, at least the way it exists right now, is key. Until technology changes, which, again, I, I do think it eventually will, we're still using photos as how, a How many brokers way. use professional photography? Oh, that's sad. Yeah. And, you know, it's probably – it's interesting. I sent you actually over the report on I this. Know. So I know. Box the Brownie. Answer. Box yeah. Brownie. I'm here just to ask the question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's your job. That's a good job. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to say I know all the answers. We don't need these this three was a, here. He, this is an alley-oop. He's trying, yeah. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's trying to help me dunk it. It's called a softball. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Box Brownie put out a report. I believe it was last year that was really well done. They are a company that essentially edits photos. And they looked at the United States and said, you know, it's interesting. Some states are doing a really great job with property marketing and others aren't. In Massachusetts, you know, I think we like to think of ourselves as being kind of advanced or, you know, special. Of course but when it comes to do. property marketing, we're really no, not. We're, yeah. not. we're yeah, really yeah. not. And, you know, that was one of the reasons that I got fascinated by property marketing originally. Because when you're getting your license, you're getting into real estate, you're looking at all these people that are doing all these deals, you're like, oh, what chance do I have against them? But then I looked behind the scenes and I was like, whoa, like there was a huge discrepancy between – you know, what people are saying they're going to do, what actually happens. And I think, I think homeowners would lose their minds if they knew what agents were spending on property right. marketing right now. For, you know, houses are so expensive right now. It's like, hey, you know, I'll list your million-dollar house. Which I'm going to spend her they, they go out there with their iPhones. Yeah. And- no, but I don't understand. Like, I've seen pictures in, like, the front door. They're showing the beautiful front door, and then the mat is, like, crooked. And, like... I would be following that photographer around. I, I see or, pictures you know, where they're... Yeah. they're the bed a, is unmade. The bed's unmade. Oh, the picture of it's, the... They have, a, they have the mirror there, and they, yeah. they get a mirror of the, the photographer, or the supposed photographer, taking a picture, and yeah. it's, it's, it's right in the... It's just usually, very... Behind the scenes, so, you know, usually photographers will try to set up multiple shoots on a day, so yeah. they'll have, you know, a certain amount of time. So they'll try to work with the seller to, like... Or the agent be like, hey, you know... These pictures aren't going to look that yeah, great you because can't there's a bunch have, of stuff here. But right. oftentimes, you know, you're doing three or four shoots a day if you can. So that, I think that's part what of the problem, What time do you usually too. do it? Later in the day? It really depends. You know, the best, best images are in the morning and the evening. Um, but, uh, you know, if you've got a day packed, you're just going to line it all up. You right, know, like, right. I try to, try to do three shoots a day. 
but it really just depends. You know, but some you days know, when like you're with the day. photographer, are you doing the, the? I do all the stuff. He's the yeah, photographer. Yeah, so I'll right. do it all. Yeah. I like so, to do it. So right, right. Yeah. But so you know when something isn't going to come out. One hundred percent. Yeah. So yep. you're going to go fix the rug. 100%. You're going to go make that bed, right? Yep. Or yeah, definitely because it's, that's ultimately what you're selling. Is exactly. That See, this, product. And most good realtors will do yeah. that. This is where the stunt people come in. I right. know. Yeah, <laughs> I know. They could have made the bed. No, you have a young, good-looking couple in the bed. <laughs> Huh. You know, the guy smoking a cigarette. <laughs> You're not supposed to smoke in the house. <laughs> so that's uh, something else that's perceived right about right, now, right? Right, right. Yeah. And, and people go, hey, this is, this is a pretty good house for getting it on. Imagine opening that door. Yeah, oh, my know. God. Woo. Hello. What a, what a sex life you're going to have if you buy this house, huh? You'll be, you'll be doing it in every room. <laughs> Why even bring them to the okay, real so house? that's not going on our clip, right? No, oh, put that on the clip. Sure. Yeah, put it's that a good on the clip. Yeah, you know it. Yeah. We have these, uh, John from our office puts on these little real estate fun facts, and we had one the other day, which uh, the person was great. They're about to demolish his house, so he changed, changed the numbers of the house. <laughs> Tom, Tom came in and took out the neighbor's house. It's priceless. <laughs> what about the French lady? Oh, the French lady. No flies on Did her. Did you see that? No. So she, go ahead, tell it. I don't know if I can. All right, I'll tell it. Go ahead. She makes a deal with this lawyer. Lawyer thought he was taking advantage of this 90-year-old lady. Yeah. Says, you can live here for the, for the rest for of your, your life. life. Thinking right. it was like a year or two. And uh, I'll pay you X amount of dollars. You know, whatever. She outlives the lawyer. She lives for another 30 years. What? So she nine? wasn't 90, was she? Yeah. Oh. That's what the fun fact said. And they've never lied before. Wait, 90. she ended up being 90. <laughs> no, she was 90. Facts are facts. She lived 120? That's, that's what it said. Talk yeah. about Are you sure she was living? an attorney. <laughs> they just leave it. Did sure they, it was uh, a they weekend at Bernie's? Did they have Mama stuffed? Like ta- a taxidermist come in? Yeah, keep collecting the 500 bucks. <laughs> like, like weekend at Bernie's? <laughs> All right, perceived value. Yes. So um, people come in and you actually kind of... Maneuver, not maneuver, but well, it's a lot of strategy. Strategy. I think that's strategy the, a better I, word. I think that's the key thing. Maneuver sounds a little negative, right? Well, yeah, or like dicey, dicey, or right, 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 <laughs> or, exactly. Yeah, like creepy, right, exactly. Or, well, there's a lot of strategy involved in this transaction, no, right. especially yeah, yeah. like no. I'd love to hear. Tell me a little bit more about that. Uh, well, I'd love to hear this. Well, I think I think in general, you know, when when sellers are meeting with agents to potentially list their house, like they do care about certain elements, right? It's going to be like commission. What are you going to do? And you know, how are you going to give me the most amount of money? And behind the scenes, really, I. Negotiation is hands down one of them. Property marketing is another. Any opportunity for strategy is an opportunity to make money. Whereas there are other facets of the transaction where you know, there's less involved. You know, when you're lining up the checklist and trying to get things done, you know, any, to be frank, you, know, you can outsource that. So I think yeah. that's the key thing is when you're looking at either hiring a realtor or you know, being a realtor yourself. It's like what, what opportunities for strategy am I going to add to the transaction? How can I, how can I add value? Because if it's going to require some form of strategy, there's going to be an opportunity to, to add value there. How often do you have to tell them you do have to put in some sort of major improvements? Or does... It depends on the market. Yeah. In this market, well, market's changing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's still a strong seller's market. But it really, it really depends on the market, Rick. Yeah. You know, it's funny. You go into a lot of properties and they really don't have to do much. Okay. You know, like dated homes where yeah. traditionally they'd be like, Oof, you know, I want to consider doing like a slight renovation, this or that. You know, a buyer's going to come in and they're going to do anyway, that. Right? Yeah, because we have different types of buyers coming in and looking, you know, how long ago was it we had people, you know, moving out of Boston, 
buying right. in the suburbs right. at this rate, like right. I honestly don't, I can't think of a time like that. So you've got people right. with a lot of money paying a high price per square foot, transitioning to suburbs with a very low price per square foot. In comparison, if you're paying 800 to 1100 square foot and you go into a town that's 200, you can do anything you want. It's like, yeah, I'll take that and I'll fix right, it up right. and I'll do whatever. Right. So it's been very interesting to see the well, that's what I tell people broke, getting houses. Right? That's what I tell brokers when they, because they do that seller's description property and they always worry about, oh, should I disclose this? Disclose Doesn't say, matter. Disclose everything. Yep. They're going to buy that house no matter what. But in this market, definitely. In this market, just tell them what's going on. What's a CMA? Uh, comparative market analysis. Okay. Yeah. So CMAs are <laughs> another softball, but that's okay. Come on. Can I, I, no, but I, no, no. I do want to ask: How do you come up with your CMAs? Uh, yeah, is yeah. it just you know? It always sounds like they're just doing the last six months of sales, but but there's a more to it than that. It. There's a lot more to that because those last six months of sales, someone might have improved their house, someone mm. might not have. Someone has a different location. Yep. I mean, how? I I I, I really want to know how. A CMA is done. Well, I think there are, to be frank, I have a way that I like to do it. I, okay. I think the well, best, us, the best way to do way. it is what an appraiser does, to be frank, right? Okay. So I'm not a licensed appraiser, but I think yeah. at the end of the day, an appraiser is going to be the best example of a CMA or a broker price opinion, right? Because they're official, they're licensed, they know what something's worth. I think the tough thing that realtors have to do is they have to build in market demand, that perceived value, mm-hmm. right? So when I'm doing a CMA, I, I'd like to combine it with multiple factors. One being the last six months. Yep. I also then look yep. to like, I like to look at annual price appreciation. Although yeah. that's not a guaranteed factor, yeah. you know, MLS gives us the ability to look to go back pretty far and there's some great reports in there where we can see sort of the trends of the median price point in a particular area and you can see, you know, you know, 12 months ago what it houses sell for, you know, or 24 months ago. You know, I generally two years of the furthest I'll go back. Uh, there's just it, what I'm trying to do is find trends to substantiate a particular price point, right? So if the previous spring I had an understanding of how the market was going to be and things are looking similar this year, then I can anticipate that homes that are you know interesting are going to sell for 10 to 15 percent above. Really unique homes are going to sell for 20 percent, and anything less than that is going to sell for five. And condos, for example, you know, during the pandemic, especially in multi-unit buildings, didn't do so well. So we saw you know, 2 to 3% pr- yeah, price appreciation, yeah. whereas condos that were single-family substitutes, since there was so much demand, yeah, yeah. started to do better all of a sudden because people couldn't afford these single-family homes. They wanted you know, 1,600-plus square feet. Now, all of a sudden, we see more demand for those because people need them. So a lot of – I think the interesting thing about doing a CMA is you really need to know the trends. When a, the CMA by itself – When a bank's doing the appraisal, yeah, yeah. do you go – as a listing agent, do you go to that appraisal? In the way the standard works right now is a listing agent is there if they're doing a, you know appraisal in person, 100%. Right. Know, a buyer's agent doesn't typically Because attend. you can say that appraisal might not know what, what's sold. They should know. Well, but, we prepare a packet. Okay, you do. We prepare a packet. And, yep. you know, I, I – even as a buyer's agent, I like to kind of be involved with that process. Not to because the thing that's kind of nice about that is generally it's in everyone's best interest that the property appraises, right? Of course, you know, and it, it's you know we're all good negotiators. Any good agent's a good negotiator. You know, figure it out. But generally, because we all want it to appraise, we want the best information there. So providing an appraisal appraiser with as much information as possible, I I find generally works well. But you know, the appraisers, to be fair, are also under the gun. You know, they got two realtors that want this done, a buyer, a seller. You know, they have to... The lender. The lender. They've got to fulfill, you know, certain requirements. So it's certainly not an easy job. I'm not signing up for it anytime soon. But I do right. think... I think the difference between what brokers are trying to do versus an appraiser is brokers are really trying to look at trends in the market, like in the trenches. And not that appraisers don't have access to that, but it is sort of a... It's just different. You know, you're... When well, you're that's not just, their job. Yeah, yeah. It's a little <clears> bit different. That's not their job. It, their job is to report it 
as they see it based on the current market conditions exactly. right? within six months. Exactly. And that's why I think brokers sometimes get frustrated with appraisers because they're in the trenches seeing this, seeing that, you know, hearing the back and forth on different deals, which, are, you know, to be fair, appraisers don't always get access well, in to. In the old days, the uh, brokers and whoever, lenders would be able to call the appraisal company say, 410, oh, 410. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, oh, can you send John Smith? He, was, he did a wonderful but you can't do that anymore. No, no. It's kind of a good thing, right? Oh, yeah. so yeah. The, loans, the loans that are going through have a higher probability of, you know, not being, falling apart. Being, being yeah. a real, right? Right. So being I, a real I, price. I right. think it's good for everybody if we look at it, you know, in the grand scheme of things. But when you're the agent, the appraisal comes in low and you're like, God, I've worked with this client for eight months, we found this one property, and now we got another you know, hurdle go over. I think that's where agents can get frustrated. But at the end of the day, we have to remember the big picture. I think picture. we had in our last seminar, uh, I think the appraiser was saying a lot of appraisals aren't even being done on uh, oh, yeah. Well, if the, yep, if yep. the loan to value um, is, yeah. is low, yep. or they do the desktop appraisal, right? right. or they yep. waive the whole... If they know that that, every house in the neighborhood is selling for a million dollars and they're getting a $500,000 loan, they don't even appraise it. One of the best tools I think a lot of agents don't know about is you can contact your lender, the lender that the client's working with and find out on particular properties if there's going to be an appraisal waiver. Right. I like to use that both as a buyer because then you can find out if your client is going to be you know, qualified to essentially send in an offer without, um, with a shorter timeline. Right. 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 Like right. we've worked together, Rick, on a couple of deals where it's like, Hey, can you do the title work early? Right. We've got an appraisal waiver set up right. and right. we've got them fully approved rather than doing a 30 day closing. And I think we did one the end of last year was like 16, 18 days, right. which blew away the sellers. Oh yeah. And it worked right. well for the buyers too. Cause then they were able to get in before the holidays. That, l- that right. lender was really good. Drones. Drones. I would love to see a drone of Tony's house. Yeah. Yeah. That would be awesome. Well, how long would, would that it take? Like? They don't have to. They just come over. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have no, to send bir- machines. We want to see on. a bird's eye view oh, of the be, location. That location. Oh, the lo- he so wants to spy on you, let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. No, he knows where I live. I got a, I got a yard The last time he came to desk. visit, they wouldn't let him in, though. No. No. <laughs> you blame him? What, yeah. My yeah. wife doesn't like it. <laughs> she probably said, I don't know you at all, but it was quite the opposite. Yeah. I know no, you and you're not going to exactly Tony's napping. Didn't you you, didn't you just drone for, well, we won't say the company, but you just did a massive droning project. I just, well, massive, massive for me. And what, in the sense that I, most of the drone work that I do is outside of the city. So whenever This is how Doug tells me about it. He prefaces it and goes, this might sound easy to you. I go, it, it does not no. sound easy to me. <laughs> it, it's interesting. So the FAA has a bunch of different rules for drone pilots about mm-hmm. where you can fly and where you can't fly. And they're still, still kind of figuring it out. So like if you want to fly in Boston, you've got to... First, check one app to see if it's possible. Then you got to load up the drone, and the drone has to check another map to see if it's possible. Then you have to check if your insurance also says it's possible. So it's a really messy system. So like yeah. last night, I was down at the seaport trying. I wanted to do photos for That's cute. Me, That's Boston, cool, right? Yeah. Really cool area. And yeah. and one app said like fly up to 100 feet. I'm like, I'm going to fly up to 100 feet. And then I load up the drone. It's like, you can't fly up to 100 feet. You actually can't fly at all. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. What you know? Yeah, it's yeah. like, well, there goes. There goes my time and, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. parking and whatnot. But, you know, it's not the end of the world. But it is sort of a, a messy system. Um, you know, the one, one of the shoots I did was over by the, uh, the ink block. And it was a really fun shoot. But the whole time, you know, the drone's yelling at me that there's airplanes overhead. I'm only a fly, allowed to fly <laughs> up to 100 feet. You know, there's people walking on the sidewalk. I'm flying over like a construction site. And, you know, drones are, are not common yet. You know, like if you see a car go by, you're like, it's a car. If you see a drone, you're like, what's going on? Well, you got to right. be licensed, you know, yeah. too. You have to be a commercial yeah. licensed pilot. Right. You also right. have to have a uh, – get an exemption oftentimes to fly in all these places. So, so you don't have, in theory, not a lot of people. Um, well, you're allowed to fly recreationally. 
You are allowed, but it depends yeah, 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 on the but, area. You still need but, to. But I mean, for for your purposes, you, you, yeah. I, yeah, I I got it as soon as I could. I got the yeah. best of both worlds. We put an old photographer Wait a in a put hot air balloon. In a hot air balloon. <laughs> put a what? A photographer. A yeah. Old, an old, preferably an old guy. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why? Well, in yeah. case it crashes. Yeah. Yeah. And you put him in a hot air balloon. <laughs> you need a long lens. Right. <laughs> like a really long lens. And then they lens. can fly around like a drone. Would they have to have any experience doing this at all? Of course or? not. No. 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 We learn as we go. So can I digress? It's like World War II technology. Wait, I, like I just digress. You can't digress. The whole show digress. I'm going to double down. You I'm going to double digress. Oh, wait a minute. There? Can I interrupt and digress? No. Because <laughs> I have another question. Go okay, ahead. Go ahead. When does your furniture go from old to antique? Ooh. <laughs> That's a good. There's got to be a cutoff. There. So there's right. a, there right. is a huge difference yeah. between old and Right. Like and if I say antique. I have antique furniture. You're rich. Or... Right. If I say I have old furniture, people go, oh, you got to get rid of that. Or, or what's, what's a contemporary house? I heard contemporaries from the 1960s on. Yeah, that's a tough well, that's, one. Isn't that, um, um, what is that called? Uh, mid, uh, mid, mid-century mo- modern? Yeah, mid-century modern. Yeah, yeah it, you know, I, I, I went into a property yesterday that was a mix of three different architectural styles, and I looked at the property, I go, I don't even know what this is. <laughs> you know, it's like, it was, it was a gambrel. It was a split level and it was a cape. And it did have all those elements. And the realtor, the realtor was excellent, um, was able to just immediately identify. It's like, oh, it's these things. And I'm like, yeah. You know, yeah, so I think, I, I think to your point, yeah, it can we, be confusing. Yeah. And that's like an example of like, in my opinion, perceived value. Yeah, you right. know, like in Massachusetts, we see tons of colonials. Does that mean a colonial is better than a ranch? Well, I think in some people's heads, they think a colonial is. You know, not necessarily. I've seen some. Better. I've seen some amazing custom ranches, but yeah. there aren't many of them. Could, Most right. people don't want that one floor living. We could just call that one a hybrid. There you it's go. A hybrid yeah. house. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hybrid we, sounds good. Why don't we, talk about, yeah. why don't we talk about some uh, expressions that are perceived devalued? Ooh, we, we did a show on that once. Yeah. Different well, words so like, that, that like fixer-upper. I yes. interrupted, and then one. you interrupted, uh, okay. and he interrupted. My question. <laughs> wow. wow, just say what you want. There's I'm no trying. I'm we trying. Told, we you told you your fingers. rule was you have to put your hand up. Go yes. ahead. Go yes. ahead. Yes. Go ahead. So you used two words that I wanted to go back to. Is yep. You called, you said if it's an interesting house... Now is that, that a is that a devalued? That's a euphemism. Or yeah. and then you said the other one was um, unique, mm. and they're both devalued. Yes. Well, hold on, they're both positive yes. coming out of your mouth. But yes. when you said them, yes. I was thinking in my brain. That's like it's different levels of <laughs> that's like cozy house. It's different levels of demand. Diamond and a rock. Okay, so what? Give me an example of an interesting house. Is the house you just described interesting? So. The way that I look at it is online interest, actually. I, I be, pretty much everything I do, I base on statistics as boring right. as I am. So I look at like Zillow, Zillow truly, realtor.com, you know, Redfin. Mm-hmm. Those sites get a lot of internet traffic. So I look to see, you know, what is the demand like? So an interesting home, you know, this year would get like, you know, like 100 saves like fairly quickly. A unique house is getting like 200. And that means that, you know, 200, you're probably looking at the, the, the numbers that I would share with clients, although they're not always accurate, they tend to, funny enough, come pretty close is, you take that number divided by 10, the amount of saves, and that's how many offers they're going to get. It's not oh. 100% accurate. Just don't even – it's not 100% accurate. But interestingly enough, you'll, you'll be within the range. So a property wow. – sounds, sounds, like sounds like a Zillow estimate. Well, that's oh, the yeah. problem. Oh, sorry. But that's the problem. Don't it's not always accurate. 80%. It's 80% not always accurate. 20%, 20% of the time. time. Yeah. The key thing is knowing – here's the thing. For most buyers, they just want to know if they're going to be in a multiple offer situation, right? Yeah. Whether there's 7, 10, or 15 offers, it's bad no matter what. But how bad it's going to be – 
once you then once you compare it against the CMA, it can be helpful to determine like, okay, we're going to have a lot of competition here. What do we have to do to make? I our think offer Doug's different? too smart for us. Oh, it's very smart. <laughs> okay, I had one. Broker, I like it. Uh, I had one broker bring uh, another broker and said, you know, had like files like this. All right, we're taking all final offers. None of them were offers. What were what? they? Fake letters or something. That's awful. Love it was letters. awful. Doesn't that break something? You're an it, attorney. What, did you it, sue him? Uh, <laughs> no, he was just telling me the story. I said, ooh, boy, that's... That's a little shady. That's a little shady. Okay, so another devalued word. So interesting and unique are not devalued perceptions. No, I, I think... I think, well, as realtors, we have to be very careful what we say, right? You can't even... You can't put in a listing description like walking... Within right. walking distance, right. Right? To a church. Right, right. right. So, right. Yeah. yeah. No, you that's can't. a double whammy. To a church, yeah. church of great family members. Well, right. you, now right. you can't even say within walking distance? No. Because, because some people no. can't walk? No. Correct. It oh, can't my God. Be. Well, Wait, it can't be what? within we... walking distance of anything? <laughs> <laughs> Moments to. Moments to. Oh, I We can't... got this English language. We just got to use different words. <laughs> Wait, if you buy this what house, the heck is you going can't on? walk anywhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can't say mother-in-law apartment. Nope. You can't say. You can't even say in-law apartment, Because you're discriminating against people who can't walk. I just can't get over this stuff. What? That's that's how it works. Well, then how about an easy roll? <laughs> that might work. Downhill to the grocery store. <laughs> Both ways. No, you, you, you can't say in the neighborhood of such and such church. I say. Because it looks not. like you And then you also can't say that there's right. a big deck in the rear. Oh, my God. We were doing <laughs> I was on that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was on yeah, that yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. That was a while ago, but yeah, I remember yeah. that. That's why it's been a while. You never, you never forget. I, only, I only show up for the right yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you can So how do you describe the house if it can't be within minutes or steps or moments to moments to it's a good one that's all right. or you just be exact you can say it's two miles two, two, two miles from by, the beach know. or I see. They, they only give us a thousand a thousand characters anyway so you don't even have that much to say, to say right. you know it here's here's a question i'll ask you right when you're look when you're trying to find information about something how do you get that information would you rather read a paragraph watch a video or look at photos i'd like to see the photo yeah right or i think more people are doing video now even yeah. these days right sure. but then sometimes the video or um, uh, photos leave out like I've looked and said, "Is there a pool in the back, yep, or is yep. there a deck in like, no nope. a, a real deck, deck in the yeah, rear?" Yeah, you know, right. I, and I'm being serious. Of course, right. yeah. And we didn't we didn't assume otherwise. <laughs> no. So, but like, so then you'd have to read to see right if it's there. Yeah, yeah. One of the <clears throat> well, that's a trick photography. You get the pool in the back. That's that's the, size the neighbors. Of this. And they got the wide lens that looks like it's a 40 by 60 Oh, I do feet. that all the time. Yeah. It's yeah. like, <laughs> it's you, like you do that all the time? I, no, make, like, I make things look bigger, Rick. I mean, that's my job. Well, yeah. hey, hey, I hey, know hey, how just, now hey, 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 hey. I know Everyone how we okay. okay. would fix Rick now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Doug. Now I know exactly how we was going to end. That was the alley-oop your way. All right, someone said it to me. I'm sending it back. All right, so how about the real estate agent that – that took pictures and took a picture of a beautiful swing set. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? I do. They didn't even own the property. It wasn't even on that property. <laughs> it's a beautiful swing set. Well, it's on yeah. the neighbor's property, yeah. but... Well, not yours, <laughs> but you can have one. Here's the thing. You can look at it. Yeah. yeah. Right? yeah. So it is you, a you, feature. No, I yeah, here it is. Became, you can ask the neighbor if you can use this. Yeah. Actually, is there an easement? <laughs> it, it became oh, problematic. It, it didn't close. Oh, yeah. I they they it literally did not close. The, well, it's more to it. it. They they thought they owned a whole lot. Oh. Question for you: yeah. Did they put in their buyer to do their own due diligence? Did it fall under that? No, that I'm was, sure they I didn't. Because that I feel like in that instance, it's like it's a fo- You know how you perceive that image. 
is up to the viewer. Yeah, but why it is would pretty it be though. there? That is very misleading. It's very, I mean, it's a bad I mean, if that was the case, sure. you'd show them the neighbor's pool. Yeah, and, their hot know, tub. Hot well, tub and the, <clears> the <throat> wife. Here's sure. The, yeah, right. Hey, right. Oh, hey. you can't do that. Right. Well, we do show photos of like things in the area. Like here's a public park. No, but you can't show the neighbor's swing set. Of course. Not. I'm not yeah. suggesting to do this that. This one was definitely a faux pas. They it was a huge it. lot. Yeah. Oh, just okay. the swing set Yeah, on it was a huge lot. Next to the property. Yeah. Why couldn't the buyer just build a swing set? Well, they didn't own they the lot. They thought they were getting that oh, land. Oh, oh, the whole oh, lot was, was not owned by the seller. I get it now. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. I'm right. slow. Yeah. No, no, no. That's all right. That's a deceptive, <laughs> that's a deceptive practice. It is. Wow, look at you. It I is. know things. <clears throat> yeah, look at the time, guys. No, yeah, We had a good, good show today. Oh, that was great. That was a yeah. great show. Did you know that Oreo and Rich are making a cookie? What kind? Oreo and Rich. Go ahead. That's what I'm... That, that's, is there a joke here, no, Tony? No, Wait, Wow, just you're a, just... just, you're a, just a, this is a public service yeah. announcement. Oreo and Ritz crackers okay. are making a cookie where one cookie is uh, Oreo and the really? other... Ha- yeah, and it's got cheese What's What's the one with the Oreo so on its own? Cheese? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, that, that's why I brought it up. I Ew. think you're lying. That's no. disgusting. You ever hear of Hydrox cookies? Yeah, yeah they're just like... Yeah, they're fake Oreos. would not... Right. Oreos wouldn't let them... Low rent. Yeah. Allegedly, because we're being taped all across America, so I don't want to say false facts. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly, would not let Hydrox be on the shelf with them. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. they're yeah. copycats. Well, well, we don't I, know I which came I thought they came first. But Hydrox, you got to admit, is a shitty name for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That sounds Oreo. like something Adio Gianniari would yeah. sell to his yes. clients, right? Yeah. yeah. Right, right. Yeah. It's a cleaning Poor product. Adi's not even here. You're right? doing okay? I think you need some Hydrox for I, that. Yeah, I would bathe in Hydrox. <laughs> Definitely a cleaning yeah. product. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Adi, we need to have him on. We have, not, we have to have Adi on. He's down on Pete Down. He's down on Pete I talked to him. He says next time he's up, he is going to come on. Wow. This has been a great show. Yeah, thank you. Wow. You're so smart. Wow. It's like 12 minutes in and we're done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, Doug Walters. What's your official? Where, where do you officially? What's, what's your title, yep. Lisa? You have about 15 titles. What would I, you I like? like to help people. You know, Doug, <laughs> okay. DougWaltersHomes.com, DougWaltersPhotography.com. All right. Kathy nice. Holtz, a paralegal extraordinaire. Oh, do you want to know how this, to find me? The six months that you're not off. <laughs> I'll give you my cell phone. <laughs> Tony V, yeah, going to be at Fenway v. Park. I can't wait for yeah. that one. August That's the date? August 21st. August 21st. Nice. That's going to be epic. Are yeah. you epic. practicing? I just, just did. I just practiced. Okay. Yep. Yep. Thanks for joining us. Who's the Hydrox one? It's not it a was. joke. <laughs> I was doing just a, pu- it was. It was a public <laughs> service <laughs> announcement. Thanks What's for joining us here on the Real Estate House Party. Sorry about a few digressions today. Very unusual. Next I week, am not sorry. Straightforward. <laughs> I'm not <All> sorry. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. See us next week. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.